0: Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Dodder. To learn more about today's reading or to read along with us, check out jointhejourney.com.
1: Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mrs. Sarah Crotty. Hi, glad to be here. Thanks for the invitation. You're so welcome. I'm glad you're here. We've gotten to know each other a little bit because... I work with your husband, Bobby, but I'd love it if you could just share a little bit about your story, how you came to know the Lord. It was a surprise to hear the gospel,
0: especially from the context of going to church every week of our family life growing up. Really? But it was a church that had some good hymns, some Bible readings, Hmm. but not much clear teaching. So when I heard on the Young Life Camp and I really clear reason why I needed to be saved, and a solution of Christ who's offering salvation, it was like, click, it falls into place. And one of my first thoughts was, but why didn't someone tell me that before? But Mm -hmm. it was still a really sweet time to feel like the burden of trying to be good enough was lifted, and that was a big weight lifted, that Christ had taken care of that and I was accepted because of his sacrifice. Absolutely.
1: And so you were in high school then at mm-hmm. the Young Life Camp? Mm-hmm. All right. So you fast forward the clock. Right. You marry Bobby. Right. And you'll have a few kiddos. Okay. Let's,
0: let's put one factor in there. Okay. Fast forward the clock. All that, those years, college and afterwards working until I met Bobby, I really wasn't engaged in the Bible okay I was not at a church that was teaching the Bible Mm -hmm. and I think I had some stirrings toward it um, but I wasn't getting it so it was a sweet thing to start dating Bobby and go to a church that was teaching the Word of God and that's been a you know whole new um, way to live to know God's Word absolutely so and your kids okay we have two children Bobby and Becky, and they are both married. And Bobby has four little people, and Becky has three. So that's seven. Seven, seven grandkids. Five boys and three, and two girls. They can they keep you busy. Yes, but it's a, it's um, just one of the things that sort of
1: vies for time on the calendar. I bet. But I know that you and Bobby both love spending time with them, and they're a joy to be around. They're fun. So we are in. Third John. And as we're getting ready for this episode, you talked, you made a a really, I thought, profound observation from verse three. So let me, how about I read that for us? And then I'll let you take it away. Okay. For I rejoiced greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth, as indeed you're walking in the truth. Why that verse? What'd
0: you notice? Well, in rereading it again recently, It was your truth that popped out because Mm. of our cultural context. People talking about your truth, my truth, being able to define truth the way I want. Sure. Not there being a specific the truth. Although, interestingly, in that verse, the truth is at the end of it, and in verse 4, the truth. So, Mm. it's a specific truth being Mm -hmm. talked about. But I don't know that if the translators were working on that verse today, they would put your truth, and indeed, several other translations. Don't, don't right. read it like that. Like the NIV says, It gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. Or New King James, For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified to the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. As we know, Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There's not your truth and my truth. Mm -hmm. So what do you think,
1: or not what do you think, what does it mean for those listening who are reading ESV and they come across, I rejoice greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth. How how would you explain that? I think it means,
0: um, as like, the so constable note said john had heard from others that gaius was a man of the truth hmm. his lifestyle was consistent with the truth and um, that he is living a faithful christian life being truth being faithful to christ and christ's commands hmm. not being faithful to live according to his inner
1: compass sure mm-hmm. i like the uh, the message paraphrase says I was most happy when some friends arrived and brought the news that you persist in following the way of the truth verse yeah. 4 nothing could make me happier than getting reports that my children continue diligently in the way of truth and i know that bobby he would be disappointed if we didn't talk about verse 4 <laughs> what do you what do you make of that i mean i don't have kids and so i would guess you have a much deeper understanding of verse 4 than I do. Well, I have—I'm
0: sitting in the grace of God giving us children who are following Christ, hmm. which I know is not true for everyone. Mm-hmm. And for someone who it, who has children who are prodigals, that is a weight on their heart. And we've had moments when it seemed like there was questioning of their faith or they were heading on a path that didn't look like a good one. Um, but it's been more consistent that they have followed Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is a delight. I mean, just to have someone else that you care about or that you've seen on a wrong path and they've chosen a good path, it's joyful. You you want to mm-hmm. be happy with them that they are now back in the fold and wanting to be with the Lord.
1: Absolutely. So in this in this chapter, though, He's not talking about his biological children, and so I loved what you just said. When you when you care about someone, you you find great joy when you see them walking with the Lord. And he's writing to Gaius, and is there a group of people with him, or he's just writing to Gaius as an individual?
0: Well, you're you're more theologian than I am, <laughs> but I don't see him talking about. Um, the church, other people with me, sure. But he does talk about um, being fellow workers for the truth in verse eight. Yeah. So that he's encouraging Gaius's generosity and mm-hmm. how this is so appropriate because as we support one another, we are both working for the truth, for Absolutely. it to be known, yeah, for Jesus to be known.
1: I uh, I love he he says in verse four my children, not my child. And I think that's that principle of spiritual multiplication hmm. that that John is writing to one of his many fellow believers, fellow workers, that kind of challenges me a little bit. Oftentimes I think in the church today, we think, okay, I should disciple one person or I need to have one person discipling me. But the early church mindset, I don't think was as, boxy. Mm. Like, this is discipleship time. I have my one-on-one coffee meeting. It was a lifestyle that said, we're we're fellow workers. We're on this mission together. What do you think about that? Not like, oh, she's my mentee and she's not. I right. just have
0: coffee with her sometimes. Right. There's not that distinction. Yeah. I think that's true. And the idea of teaching others who will teach others, who will teach mm-hmm. others, who will mm-hmm. pass it on. But coming around to the idea on verse 11 that we are Who Mm -hmm. we're imitating makes a difference. Yeah, You don't want to get very far down the genealogy of teaching others, teaching others, teaching others, because honestly, none of us are sinless. Right. So we're not great examples. We may have moments of doing a good example, but we sort of need to follow someone who's following Christ and not be too far down the grandchild list. Great grand.
1: Great, great grand. Let Let me read verse 11 for us beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Do not imitate evil, but imitate good. So you said something interesting there. We want to make sure we're not drifting too far in as we imitate. I think about people my age. Uh, they're on Instagram. They see somebody, or social media, whatever platform, TikTok, they see somebody who claims to be a Christian. Um, I'm, I'm, following lots of quote-unquote Christian girls, but then they post a picture that's immodest or with inappropriate music, and there can be this quick assumption that says, oh, because they're a Christian and they're wearing that, it's okay for me to wear it. Is that kind of the the idea, the mindset that, that's, that he's getting at here? That's very close because we're going to fall, mm-hmm. and we don't need
0: someone... F- behind me tripping when I trip, Hmm. um, which I I trip now more often. (laughs)
1: Physically and uh, continually, you know, on efforts of um, the soul. So how do we make sure that we're imitating good, imitating the right people?
0: I think for each of us, we have to be in the Word. Hmm. You know, we have to be exposing ourselves so often to the Word that it gives us the discernment that it promises to give us. Um, so that we can discern, mm, that may have not been from their best self. Hmm. or that that was a shining example of
1: Christ' likeness, and that's the one I want to follow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sarah, as we wrap up, what does that discipline practically look like for you? How do you put this into practice? I rejoin the journey every day. Do you really? I do. I do. So
0: that's five days a week. And then on the weekends, generally, it's women's Bible study or a study that I'm picking up for the summer. I love it. What do you What are you doing right now? Um, I'm in a break. So oh. I can review things that need to be looked at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly.
0: Or catch up on same. JTJ. Catch up. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's mm-hmm.
1: funny. I meet people who are doing, join the journey, and they've just heard my voice, so they're excited to talk, but then they they say, Emma, I'm so sorry. I'm actually a little bit behind. And that's so normal. You know, I'm just glad that people are reading along with us. So whether you're listening to this episode on the day it came out or weeks down the line, we're glad you're getting into God's Word regularly. Sarah, thanks for being here. Thank you. You're so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we are all on this journey reading the Bible together.
0: Thanks for listening. Did you know you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? Leaving a review helps others more easily find the podcast and read along with us. So we'd love your help.